welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts. With your hosts, me, Ariel, and me, Raylene. Woo! <laughs> so today we are doing our first ever video podcast. If you want to check out the whole thing, you can see it on Patreon. Um, and there's highlights on my YouTube channel if you want to get a little taster and then dive right in. Uh, we're very excited today because this is the first podcast episode we've ever recorded in the same room. Yeah, it feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're just going to be doing our normal song and dance. We have one little announcement. We are so blown away by the support on our Patreon. We're so excited by it. Um, Raylene got a new microphone. Oh, yeah. I got her a new stand. We're really committing to this thing and we're trying to build a new website. So if you want to support um, the Patreon, it will help us to get to our goal of making a website, which will be a really great place where we can put transcripts of the episodes eventually and lists of the books we mention, mm -hmm. etc. It's going to be great. We love a website. We do love a website. <laughs> um, and on that note, Raylene, what are you currently reading? Okay, so I just started this book yesterday. On the way up here, actually. We both have tote bags today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check out because our tote bags. when we record, we never see what books we're talking about. And yeah. so we want to still keep it a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> so she's just reaching into her tote bag. Yeah, I'm going to have to dig around in this bag a bit. <laughs> So, the book I'm currently reading is The Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern. Yeah, you are. Um, on the drive up here, I read the first two pages. Perfect. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Well, last week, this was the book that you bought. Yeah. How rare is that? Exactly. <laughs> I decided I don't want to wait. Also, one of my friends just started reading this, and she's like a third of the way in, and she said, this book is so good. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll just pick it up. I'll read it. So, I've only read like hmm, 15 pages oh not even 13 pages <laughs> but it's really interesting so far it already is bouncing around between three different characters and like different times and i'm like i don't know what's going on you said there's a pirate there's a pirate who's locked in a cage okay i don't know if i'm a doofus mm. but when i read the starless sea yeah i i never even thought about the sea part i just thought it was like a very poetic title right. i had no connection to pirates the ocean <laughs> like did you did you think this no. the Starless Sea is gonna be about the ocean? So far, I haven't seen the ocean, so I don't know if that's well, a like thing. a pirate though. <laughs> yeah, that's oceany. I don't know, man. <laughs> I know that there's lots of references to literature, which I've already seen. There's like a mysterious society, which is what the Starless Sea is referencing, I think. Okay, but it's pretty cool, but I've read 13 pages, so I can't really say much. <laughs> but so far, it's a uh, classic Aaron Morgenstern. It's very beautiful and okay. nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. I, um, it's a mashed potato book. I'll just say it. Okay. <laughs> I want to read it, but it. will I ever? I don't know. Uh, the book I'm currently reading, I feel like I'm like hiding away from I, it. I won't look. I'm currently reading Zen in the Art of Writing. So I mentioned last week yeah. that this was the book I was like planning on currently reading. Mm -hmm. It's happening. I'm glad you started it. Me too. So, um, it's currently NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, mm -hmm. and um, I'm doing it, but very slowly. Yeah. Things have really fallen apart for me. <laughs> and so I um, still wanted to read it, though, because I was in the mood, and it's a book that I've been wanting to read for so long. And mm -hmm. it's so short. You can see how big the font is, and yeah. the pages are quite small. Ray is so good. Um, have you read this? No, but no. I've read some of his other books. Yeah. I love his short stories. Um, and he's saying such interesting things. Mm. He, the main thing that really strikes me is that this dude loves writing. Yeah. Like, finds it the most fun thing mm. ever. And he's like, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. He's like, stop worrying about the critics. Stop worrying about mm. this. Just have fun. I want you to like, he's like, how often do you kind of sit down and just 
without abandon or with abandon just without thinking about anything just write the story you want to write and yeah. i was like i never do that <laughs> i never ever <laughs> and he was like just do it he's like you can fix it later yeah i love that mentality which is actually you kind can of, always forget that yeah it's kind of perfect for nanarima because mm-hmm. he's very much like just do the first draft have a hell of a yeah. time and then yeah um so yeah i'm liking that i hopefully will have finished it by next week because it is very short amazing well that brings us into the next part, which is, what is the last book I finished reading? Yes. And, funny story, both of us kind of just did a mad dash to finish our books that we were reading. Last night, I yeah. finished mine. <laughs> right before I came over, I was like, I have to finish this book. Um, and, whoop, digging around in my tote bag. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the book that I finished, doesn't need that bookmark, <gasps> it's The Book Thief. Wow. Uh, this, like I mentioned last week, this is a book I've been meaning to reread for 10 years. It looks old. Yeah, this is... It's like the most beat-up book I own. Yeah. I've owned it since I was 11 years old. I love that. <laughs> and yes, this was one of my favorite books. And it's still one of my favorite books. Okay, that's a relief. But, but however, in the past 10 years, I feel like I've read books that I enjoy more than oh this Oh my one. god. I know. It hurts to admit it. It does hurt. But while I was reading <laughs> it, I was like... I definitely have books that I like more than this one now. Oh. Like, I don't connect as much no. to the story. Well, like, the main character, Liesl, she's a kid, right? Yeah, she's, so maybe, like, 10 when it starts and 14 by the time the book so ends. So maybe you connected more with it when you were younger. Exactly, because I was the same age as her when I first read it. Oh, it hurts. And then I reread it a couple times after that. And now I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer Whoa. a child. <laughs> so I still I still love it. I, I do truly love it. It's just not my favorite book anymore. Wow. Which, yeah, I won't talk about what my favorite book is now because I want to talk about it at the right time. Okay, okay. But I do have a new favorite book. As on a little t- side tangent of uh, being old, I think mm. I told you this anecdote already, but I was at the mall yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> trying to buy some earrings for my mom, yep. and I was chatting with the lady, uh, the the girl who was mm. like checking us out, yeah. and she was like, "How old are, or when's your birthday?" Yeah. And for some reason, I had to put it in her computer, and I was like, "September twenty seventh, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. And she's like, oh, "That's the same birth. You have the same birthday as my boyfriend." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, cool, nineteen ninety four too." And he, she was like, "No, two thousand. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, people are born in 2000, <laughs> that's weird. Next year people born in 2000 will be 20. I don't believe that. I, that's shocking to I me. actually don't believe that. <laughs> However, we talked last, back to books, yeah, uh, last week we talked about how I read Just One Day and I had to stop reading yeah. it because I could feel that I wasn't enjoying yeah. it and I just wanted to keep the memory alive. Mm-hmm. So it is that thing, people talk about it very often, but it is that thing where sometimes you read the book at the right moment. Very true. And it will always hold a place in your heart, but sometimes they don't hold up. Oh, exactly. It's like... I don't know if I need to keep rereading this every yeah. couple of years. And you like, know I can just what? put it in a vault and leave it there. Animal Farm, every time I read mm-hmm. it, I go, God damn it! I'm like, it just can't be beat. That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, well, the last book I finished is Sadie by Courtney Summers. Yeah. So, I had... I really didn't think I was going to pick this one up. Mm -hmm. However, Courtney Summers has been on my radar for a while because she is one of the bigger Canadian YA authors. And so I was always like, I want to check out what she's up to. What is she doing? Um, And I really didn't think I'd pick it up, but I heard amazing things about the audiobook. And as is always the case... I had an extra Audible credit, and <laughs> I wanted to cancel there. my subscription, so I was like, I just need to buy a book so that I don't waste that credit, yeah, yeah. Um, and I decided to just go for this one, and here, here's my basic thought. Mm. I enjoyed the audiobook more than I enjoyed the story. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So the audiobook was so well produced. This book is about a girl named Sadie, obviously, <laughs> whose sister, Maddie, has been killed. And she is basically on this rampage to find the person that did it and then kill them. Um, which is obviously very, like, intense. It felt yeah. very heightened for YA to me. Yeah. Uh, but, like, also, I've heard, like, Wilder Girls, like, there's all these books, and, like, YA is getting edgy. <laughs> like, back when I was 15, this wasn't, like, the kind of YA no, that we, we read were just reading. one day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was weird. Um, but in this search, you understand more about her character, about her life, that she had a really hard upbringing, that she really didn't have, she didn't have a dad, her mom was very stressful. Um, to say the least and so it was like an interesting character study but it's told from the framework of a podcast so there's there's this guy who is honestly his name I forget um, but he has a podcast where he is like like a journalist sort of mm -hmm. and he's like trying to find her and tell her story yeah so because of that, the podcast or the audiobook was so cool because it yeah. sounded like this really well produced podcast. Yeah, it's like a true crime podcast yeah. that you get to listen to. Exactly. <laughs> I was just listening to a true crime yeah. podcast. Exactly. Um, but then the actual story I was a bit less attached to. Mm. I didn't really like Sadie. Yeah. And like, I know I'm not supposed to technically. She's just a very hardened individual who has one mission. And has yeah. become, like, all-encompassed by that. But I just never sympathized mm. for her. I was never like, oh, God, yeah. And in the end, I'm not going to spoil anything, but in the end, I left the book kind of being like, okay, yeah, I want sure. another cool audiobook. But yeah. I didn't think, I want to reread this. Do you know what I mean? No, totally. So, yeah, so probably three out of five-ish kind of thing. Yeah. But bonus for the audiobook. Like, the yeah. audiobook was so Agreed. good. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to read it, just reading it, I don't think. Exactly. I only read it because of the audiobook. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not alone then. No. What was the no. last book you bought? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Let me go into my tote bag. This one's kind of fun. Okay, fun and very random. So this, this book is by Junji Ito, who oh. is well known for Uzumaki and Tomi, books like that. But this is called Junji Ito's Cat Diary, Yan <laughs> and Mu. And it's oh just some reflections on um, his cats and like funny stories told in manga form. It looks about so his cats. cute. <laughs> and I bought this one, because I love Junji Ito, but two, I'm trying to start a cat book collection. Because <gasps> <laughs> you have a section on your shelves about witches. Yeah. And that inspired me. I was like, what do I want? And it was cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have this. I love that. I have the Traveling Cat Chronicles. Yes. I have... Mm, I bought another book that I can't remember what it's Murakami called. Murakami right has I'll a lot talk of about cats, it. but they don't yeah. have cat in the title. I know. It doesn't, so it doesn't have to be in the title. I just but want books that are like focused around cats. Yeah, yeah. So I it, love that. It, thank you. If anyone has any recommendations, please let me know. Yeah. Most of the books are Japanese, from what I've found. Like books that feature cats prominently. I have found that They're too. always Japanese. Okay, which well, I don't have a problem with at all. But. We will post a photo of this on the Instagram. Yeah. So people will make sure to comment on that and let I Rayleigh need know to about grow my collection cat books. <laughs> Um, okay, well, the last book I bought, I am so excited about. Are you ready? Whoa. It is an Animal Farm graphic novel. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. So, me and my boyfriend saw this in a bookstore a while ago, and I was like, I want it, I want it, I want it. He's like, I will get it for you next time. Yeah. And then it was ages before we went <gasps> to another bookshop, but finally we went back, and it is so 
Beautiful. Wow, I love it. Um, it's obviously a, uh, like an, uh, not an annotated version. What's it called when it's cut down? Abridged. Abridged. It's yeah. an abridged edition. Like, they obviously don't have the entire text. It's more text. like a picture book, almost. It's a, the way it feels it. like a picture book, but, yeah. yeah, it has a lot less words, but kind of the pictures make up for the words that are missing. It's but so it's cool. so beautiful, and I'm so excited to read it. <laughs> like, I literally, like, almost, I was, set, I was sitting on the floor of the bookstore, yeah. and I was already on, like, page eight, and he was like, we have to go. It's time to leave. I was like, ah! <laughs> My god. Yeah. Now all they need to do is make a get a Great Gatsby graphic novel for me. I'm rooting for that's you. That's what I want. I'm really rooting for you. But I mean, I have the end of Green Gables one, so it's it's possible. The dream a- is can the dream is alive. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited wow. about this. That's so cool. Very little has to be said. I love Animal Farm. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, we've already mentioned it like three times. On exactly. The <laughs> today. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, it is time to jump into our recommendations. It sure is. Um, Raylene's gonna pop these up on her iPad. I sure am. High tech. <laughs> if I can find them. All right. So we are ready to go. The first one is from Iris. Take it away. All right. Iris says, my semester is hectic, but Thanksgiving break is next week, which means reading time. Woo! And looks like they'll be reading Ocean Wong's book along with us, as well as some books for school. Uh, they want something short but meaningful to read. Magical realism and speculative fiction are always on the table, but not necessary. I want to leave the book with my outlook on life just a little bit different. So I did not focus on the magical realism okay. thing. I focused on the short, powerful, and will change your perspective. Okay. This is a book that really surprised me and I loved. It is Gachar Gochar. Oh. Have you heard of this? No. By Vivek Schonbag. I'm gonna pronounce it like that. Huh. That's gonna be my pronunciation. That's the way to do it. <laughs> um, so this is, first of all, I love the cover so it's much. It's cool. It is beautiful. This is one of my favorite covers, but regardless, this is about a family hard on their luck. Mm. They, um, it's, it's, okay, the first kind of section is so stressful because it's this family, big family, set mm. in India, where um, they all live in the same house and they are count, basically the dad has a job and he's counting the money at the end yeah. and he's missing a certain amount. Oh, and if yeah. he hands it in that way, they're gonna get in a lot of trouble. And okay. it's like so stressful <laughs> and it's about money, right? You're just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, stressful. oh my God, where is it, where's the money, where's the money? And they're like recounting and recounting and yeah. it's just so incredibly stressful. But then, then something happens and the family becomes rich. <gasps> and it's about how that money changes their lives. And it's kind of like, although they were poor and their lives were difficult, was their family stronger and better when they were poorer versus when they're rich and now they can have anything they want? Because they're not just like, they don't just have money. They have like insane amounts of money suddenly. But the book is, I think, 119 pages. I love how short it is. Yeah, it's 118 pages. 19 if you include the acknowledgments. (laughs) And so it's very short, but it's so powerful. I love this book, and I never hear anyone talking no about kidding. it. No kidding. Yeah, that sounds like um, a good recommendation. So definitely check that one out. And yeah, it does. It does kind of change your perspective on life, I think. I read yeah. it, and I was like, I'm a better person now. Yeah. What's this? All right. I pulled out a book from my bag. <laughs> this book is called Unclean Jobs for Women and Girls by Alyssa Nutting. I've seen that cover, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. This one... I just randomly picked this up one time when I was shopping at Chapters and I was like, that looks pretty cool. And I read the synopsis and I was like, whoa, this book sounds crazy. It is a collection of short stories and pretty much all the short stories are surreal or involve magical realism in some way. And they all are kind of focused around loneliness. Okay. And so it's a very introspective kind of book about women and girls, obviously. So um, 
the first story, for example, just starts with a bunch of people who are being cooked in a pot. And you're like, what is happening? Oh my God. Why are these people so small? What is going on? Why are they being cooked alive? And so, like, that's just the opening to the whole book. And it's like, what on earth is happening? But why are they so small? Why are they so little? But yeah, it focuses on all sorts of women and girls in different... Per- um, different jobs and oh, okay. you know how it affects their lives like wow. some pe- one person is a prostitute in space and it's like there's just like all these crazy things did you point this book out to me when we went book shopping maybe i think so i may have shown it to you at my where... bookstore oh yeah because um it's on my staff picks table <laughs> <laughs> staff picks staff picks <laughs> yeah so immediately when iris asked for this i thought this is something that you will like i just feel like it's right up your alley and wow. i highly recommend it just in general it's a very weird, though. I feel like that's very, perfect. Yeah, it's quite graphic and mature, so if you're a kid, like, don't read this, but it's really good if you're a grown-up. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Grown-ups need books, too. Exactly. Well, the next one comes from Nathania, who asks, um, do you guys have any books you think that a person in their early 20s should read? Mm. Extra points for magical realism and speculative fiction. Everyone wants magical realism and I speculative know. fiction. I have not read enough of I that. Uh, ignored that part, <laughs> too. And Sorry. And focused on the... Because I, th- I do think it's a really interesting question, right? Mm. A book that a person in their early 20s should read. Yeah. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> okay, I picked... Take it away, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Take it away. I picked a book that is by the most important author in my life. And that is J.K. Rowling. Oh, wow. Very good life. Oh, okay. Have you read it? No, but I want to. Oh, it's hair. so great. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's hairs all over my things. So this is a book version of her commencement speech that she did at Harvard, I believe. Yeah, Harvard. Pretty great. And it's basically just a very short little inspirational book that will jumpstart your adulthood, I think, yeah. is the way that I would take it. I read it when it came out, and it was a few years ago, so I was a, a younger person. Yeah. And it's just very inspiring. And she kind of talks about how it's okay to fail, and, you know, it's okay to grow from that. And I think that that's a very important lesson that is maybe, like, you probably have heard this stuff before, yeah. but when you're told it by J.K. Rowling, it <laughs> just means, it a, just lot means more. a lot more. Yeah. I think that's actually literally the perfect pick. Thank because you. Because it's for, it's like she wrote it for 20-year-olds. Exactly. Like, for people who are graduating university, so yeah. usually you're, like, 22. Yeah, there's something so special about, like, commencement speeches and yeah. reading them. I love watching them on YouTube. So good. <laughs> like, it'll just make you feel like you can do anything. And well, I think that's important. My pick is also nonfiction. So. Sorry we didn't get you speculative fiction. <laughs> I picked So You've Been ah! Publicly Shamed by John Ronson. I was going to pick that one. Right? Honest. Yeah. Yeah. This book is so good Mm -hmm. this i think the year i read it it was my favorite book or my second favorite book of the year like i absolutely adore this book one of my all-time favorites and one of the books i recommend most often and gift very often Mm. i'm like everyone needs to read i'm handing copies out yeah so this is like i mentioned nonfiction from john ronson who is kind of a journalist investigative reporter kind of writer hilarious guy he's so funny which is a big part of why i like this book because Mm. it's kind of a heavy topic sort of but he puts so much life into it that you're kind of like no this is this is okay this this is actually fun to read yeah um but it's a look at the internet it's how we use the internet very obviously Mm. in particular about shamings on the internet public shamings so we're talking about kind of like the the most quoted example is this woman What's her name? Justine Seiko, I think. Something like that. Um, She tweeted something really inappropriate, Mm -hmm. got on a plane, 
when she landed, she had been fired from her job. Mm -hmm. Everyone on Twitter hated her. She had trending hashtags against her. She was yeah. like, screwed. She would like never get a job again. Yeah. And it's one of these things where it's like, obviously we shouldn't, no one's condoning the tweet. Yeah. No one's saying, it's okay that you tweeted that. But it's kind of like, how it, one thing can ruin your life. How one thing yeah. on the internet can ruin your life if people jump on it. And it becomes interesting or trendy mm -hmm. or the thing to do to tweet against you. And he really explores this, but in a really fun way. Like, he goes he goes crazy. Like, he always yeah. goes on adventures to, like, talk to people and interview mm -hmm. people. And, like, ends up in the Scientology church. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> really crazy. But I, the reason that I recommend this for 20-year-olds is because... Well, first of all, you're going into the workforce, and it's never too, it's never a bad idea to be careful about what you put on the internet. <laughs> but secondly, you know, you're now um, a fully fledged adult. You are mm -hmm. your own person, and nothing that you do can be blamed on someone else. That's true. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what you do, the way that you carry yourself, and the person that you are, that's you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that this is such a good guidebook to compassion and generosity on the internet. Which is where we spend yeah. a lot of our time. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. I love this book. You love this book. I loved it, yeah. After reading it, I was like, oh man, we need to be nicer to people on the internet. We really like, do. We're <laughs> just too mean to each other for yeah. such stupid things. Yeah. It's stressful times. Yeah. Um, no, I, so, yeah. Like I said, I was going to pick that to recommend, so that one gets a double recommendation Do for Double this. recommendation! Sorry it's, it's never happened before. But, sorry it's not fiction, but you know. But I you need it. You're going <laughs> to love it. You're going to love it. Alright, the final one. Oh, this one is fun. So Sarah asks for a book where the main character or characters need to be resourceful and clever to get out of a bad situation. For example, there's a serial killer on the loose and they've got to escape. They've got to find a way. <laughs> so I really liked that, that one. That is a really good one. Yeah. yeah. So this one was pretty easy for me. I have been wanting to recommend this book for a while, but couldn't think of the right moment. And here it and is. And that is Misery by Stephen <gasps> King. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you haven't read the book, but you've seen I've, the movie, right? I have not read the book, but it is my prob it is my favorite horror movie. It's so good. Or thriller movie? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like a horror thriller. Yeah. Um. So for those who don't know... I love this copy. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it is. I love it. <laughs> so this book is about a novelist named Paul. And he's just driving down the street one day and his car crashes and he basically passes out and he wakes up in a strange place. <laughs> he's in a room, he's like in a bed and everything seems normal, but he's like, how did I get here? He thinks he's in a hospital, but then he's like, wait, this isn't a hospital. And essentially his biggest fan was- So stressful. It's very stressful. <laughs> his biggest fan who, her name is Annie, right? Yeah. yeah. Annie, man, scary name. Um. So she- used to be a nurse, and so she took him in and is taking care of him. Yeah, she found him. Yeah. And you're supposed to it's think, like, it's like, was that all, you're it's like how, was that What are purpose? the chances that she found him? Or was it not? Yeah, <laughs> and so it ends up being that she is obsessed with him, and she wants him to write another book, because he was planning on stopping. He writes kind of like a historical romance series, and he's like, I'm done with this, I want to move on to something different. Yeah. And she gets angry about that. She and does wants, not like that. She wants him <laughs> to write another book in the series, because she is over-the-top obsessed. And so she kind of starts doing bad things to him, and he yeah, has a rough time keeping him kidnapped yeah. in order to write this book. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to write. He doesn't want to. And so he's just trying to escape. And yeah. it is so good. If yeah. you haven't seen the movie, please. It's crazy. Yeah, and but he has to be so very resourceful because yeah. in certain situations, like he can't walk. Yeah. And so he's trying to escape, but he can't walk, and yeah. he can't you know, let her see what he's doing. And it's yeah. so stressful. No, you're right. Because every it's moment perfect. she's gone, he's just like, oh my god, I have like five minutes to try and figure out how to do this. And it's like, ah! Yes. So It's a perfect recommendation yeah. for this. Because it is, and so. every, every time that he's alone, he's like, 
thinking. He's like, okay, I've got to get these tools. I've got to do this thing yeah. so that ultimately in the end I can do the plan that will free me. Exactly. And oh. it's so intense and so good. This is one of my all-time favorite Stephen King books. And That's really exciting. I want everyone you, to read it. I'm really excited that you like the book because it is, like I said, my favorite horror thriller movie. Yeah. And so that makes me think I should start with that one. You I should. I've read his memoir and I... Love it. But I've never read one of his fiction books. Yeah, just so you know, the book is also slightly more, like, gruesome than the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I read it and I was like, oh my god! And then I watched <laughs> the movie and I was like, that was tame. <laughs> Still pretty gross, but good. Well, this book, mm. I'm very curious to hear if you've read it. Okay. I'm almost positive you have because I feel like every Canadian has read this book. Oh my god, I know what it is. It's Hatchet. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Hatchet by Gary Paulson. Oh, a great book. So, this book is, I don't know, it's just forced upon us in school yeah. in Canada. I don't know <laughs> if it is anywhere it's else. It's not even Canadian. Like he's, That's what he's I was going to ask. Is it Canadian? No. The guy's not Canadian. <laughs> no, but all my American friends I've talked to, and I tried to explain Hatchet to them, they're like, I've never even heard of that. Well, but on the back it says he finds himself alone in the Canadian uh, wilderness. Gary is trying so to trick everyone. <laughs> it's set in Canada. Well, yeah. basically, sorry. Yeah. It's about this kid who is on a plane, and the plane crashes, and he's the only survivor. And he needs to survive in the woods. And he's like, what, 14? Yeah, I think he's like, he's 13. Oh, 13, my God. He's a 13-year-old. I haven't read this since I was a kid, so I really don't remember, but I, yeah. I remember, I still remember loving it. Oh, it was like, a good book. I And uh, this is not the edition that I read, but is I... the one with the, guy, the guy's face yes, on the cover? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um, wanted my mom to read it, and so yeah. I bought her this one, and this is like the one that they had in the bookshop, but... Yeah, it says, now Brian has no time for anger, self-pity, or despair. It will take all his know-how and determination yep. and more courage than he knew he possessed to survive. Amazing. Um, yeah, so it is It is maybe a very literal approach to what she's asking, like yeah. doing a book that you have to get your resources to survive. Mm -hmm. But it is so good. It is so good. And it's a series, so. Is it? Yeah. There's like five books. I had no Brian's idea. Brian's Winter. The river. <laughs> Brian's, Brian's return. Oh, There's no. a lot. <laughs> well, the good thing is that it does work as a standalone. Yeah. Because I only read this book and I felt very satisfied within it. Totally. Um, but yeah, it is very exciting. It's a children's book, but I would still read this. And my mom read it and she was like, it was exciting. It's one of those classics that I think transcends yes, age. Exactly. If you haven't read it as a kid, I think you could still enjoy it as an adult. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my rec. But I remembered I had a bonus recommendation. <laughs> Let me grab her for us all. It is, of course, <laughs> The Hunger Games. <laughs> so much resourcefulness in this book. So when I was first trying to think of my answer for this question, sometimes they're hard to think of because yeah. you're just like literally trying to remember every book you've read, what happens in the mm -hmm. books, and like if it fits into this one specific little category, <laughs> and you're just like, I don't remember. Yeah. But like one of the first books that came into my mind was The Hunger Games. And like obviously we've all read The Hunger Games, yeah. but... If you haven't, <laughs> you must. I feel like any kind of survival story really fits into that. But this is like ultimate survival because someone is trying to kill you. Yes. Everyone is trying <laughs> to kill you at the same time. <laughs> it's not just one serial killer. It's 23 people trying to kill you. Exactly. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, like we were upstairs and I was saying to Raylene during breakfast, I was like, I have a book idea but I'm pretty sure everyone has read it. Yeah. And your boyfriend Kyle was like, you never know, Ariel. Maybe someone hasn't <laughs> read it. I was like, no, everyone's <laughs> read it. <laughs> I was like, I think I need a different 
different pick. Um, but yeah, you pointed out that it's not only like kind of needs that survival instinct mm. in the games, yeah. it also requires it in all of her life. Totally. Like she has to be really smart and clever. Um, to even be able to hunt, but also avoid the authorities. Because yeah. they're not allowed to hunt in no, this world. No, exactly. And just, like, take care of her family yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, if you haven't <laughs> read it, or if you haven't read it in a while, or, as we were saying, if you haven't read it in time to for the prequel yep. that's coming out very soon. Got a few months. Then... <laughs> Maybe it's time. Yeah. I'm excited to do a reread. Are Me you too. gonna reread? I, I want to reread all three. So do I. Yeah. So do I. Almost it's been a very long time. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we've done it. We've gotten to the end of the we episode. It. it was very fun to do it in person. Yeah. This is good. This is very good. This is a good thing. <laughs> um, we are actually off to do our live reading, mm -hmm. which is one of the things we do with our patrons every month. We're doing a live reading where you can just read with us. Yeah. Um, so that should be Doesn't great. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't that just sound lovely? And for the first time ever, we're actually going to be reading in the same room. Yeah. So this is going to be an extra special one. So. It's just going to be lovely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely check out our Patreon if you want to support the podcast. And um, check out... Oh, there's another thing. The Instagram. Right. <laughs> check out the Instagram. Definitely let Raylene know about some of your cat book recommendations. I need it. <laughs> um, and thank you so much, as always, for listening to the podcast. We love making it. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. I guess I should wait for the yeah. video. <laughs>